ladies and gentlemen, we now present George Edwards in Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Well, if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, I would never have believed it. Our saintly Jekyll coming downstairs with that girl tucked under his arm as cool as you please. He must have known her somewhere before. After all, a man doesn't go upstairs to stop a brawl and then walk out into the night with one of the women for nothing. Would you believe it? Our studious and irreproachable young Galahad. What will the other fellows say when we tell him about it? Uh, now, look here, Robert. Sweet. Uh, better be careful what we say about this. After all, none of us is supposed to be up in London this weekend, and if it got about too much... Yes, probably all right. And another thing, it's um, no business of ours. I, I like Jekyll, and if he's got something like this girl he wants to keep quiet about, I guess it's up to us to mind our own business. Now, I half wish we hadn't started following him the way we did. Well, we can easily tell the cabman to take us to the hotel. I'm infernally tired for one. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, Jekyll's cab seems to be turning into that side street, uh, we are sort of quarter this. I wonder where we are. And heaven only knows. I've been half asleep for the past half hour. Well, now that we've gone so far, we'd better see the rest of it. Uh, hey, driver, uh, stop here, will you? Very good, Chip. Well, what are you going to do? Uh, Jekyll's cab's pulled up. We'd better stay here and see what happens. Doesn't seem to be a single soul about but ourselves. Look at all those wretched little shops and the puddles in the street. I never saw a more desolate-looking spot. Oh, I say, look. There he is now. Going over to the door in that house. He's unlocking it. House? Doesn't look like a house to me. It hasn't any windows, just a door. Looks like some kind of warehouse. Looks to me as though it might be anything. See, there, there he's opened it. And now he's going back to get the girl. There she is. Doesn't seem to be very anxious to go in. Don't blame her. Looks decidedly uninviting to me. Ideal place for murder. There she goes. Now he shut the door. And the cab's starting to drive away. Well, what do you make of it, Lanyon? I don't make anything of it at all. What this building can be, I can't even guess. And that Jekyll should have any connection with the sort of girl that one is seems almost unbelievable. What'll we do? Go back to the hotel and hold our tongues. This is Jekyll's affair. It's no concern of ours. All the same, I'd give a lot to know what's going on inside that place. Give me your arm, Hetty. I'll guide you up these stairs. Air dock, it is. Where are we, Henry? It's part of my father's house. Your father's house? This queer, dark place? Not part of the main house, but an outer building, a little way from the other. Now, ah, here's the door. Now, go in. I'll light a lamp for you in a moment. Oh! Oh, what a queer place. Did anybody live there? No, it hasn't been used for a long time. A famous surgeon used to live in the main house, and this was the place where he did some experiments. Do you mean he, he used to cut people up? <laughs> well, I don't think he did any human experiments here, but maybe animals, dogs and rabbits and guinea pigs. 
No wonder there seems to be something queer about it. Think of all the little things that's died here and, and been in pain. Oh, come. You don't want to go thinking uh, about things like that. It's not a bad sort of a place at all, really. I'll light a fire in the grate over there and you can get warm and then I'll try and fix you up a bit and maybe find you some clothes. Henry, what are you going to do with me? I don't know. We'll think of that in the morning. Well, what will your people say when they find you brought me here? My people are all away in the country. They need know nothing about it. You never wanted anyone to know anything about me, did you? Well, what makes you say that? That was why you got me to leave home and come up to London, wasn't it? You wanted me out of the way, didn't you? Especially after what happened to poor young Mr. Markham. Don't mention his name. Never let me hear you say that again. I won't say it to anybody else, but I don't see why I can't say it to you. I know. So what's the use of pretending I don't? You've changed a lot, haven't you? <laughs> Do you wonder? I've been six months at Mike O'Reilly's, and a good few things has happened to me in that time. You don't think I'd be the same little innocent who went off to London with ten pounds in a purse and believing you was going to come up and take care of it, do you? Hetty, I... Oh, don't bother to tell me, I know. I think I knew all along. But you kind of hope it isn't true. Especially when when you care for someone like, like I cared for you. I did try to find you, you know. When? Some weeks later, after the school term finished. Yeah. And there wasn't any danger of you getting expelled like Mr. Markham was. Well, I couldn't do it before. You know, I had exams. I couldn't possibly get away. Oh, but you could have written or sent me money or done something like you promised to. Oh, yes, I know. I've been a young swine to you, Hetty, and I know it. Oh, well. What's the use of going into that now? <laughs> I should have had more sense. But now that I've found you again, I'll... Well, I'll try and make up for it. Now, come and sit near the fire. It's burning well now. I'll push this chair up for you. Why, you're half frozen. Oh, no wonder with your feet bare like that. Now, you sit here. I'll go over to the house and see what I can find for you to wear. Henry! What? You... You'll come back, won't you? Why, of course I will. Whatever made you think I wouldn't? What makes me think you... <laughs> if you'd gone to that post office in Charing Cross like I did, day after day, open for a letter, if you'd been waiting all those weeks praying for someone to come who never did... You know why I don't trust no one anymore. Hetty, my poor little Hetty. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't die, and that's the truth. I thought about it often enough. I went down to the river once, but there was always the hope that there'd be a letter the next day, or, or I'd see you in the street. Well, now you have seen me. I'm here. I'm going to look after you, Hetty. All that's over now. No, it isn't. You can't have the lot for me hanging on to you. Maybe you'll... You'll be nice to me for a little while, but... That's all. Now, now. Dry your eyes and sit beside the fire while I go over to the house. I won't be long. When you've had something to eat and got some clothes on, I'll find somewhere for you to sleep and, well, we'll talk it all about tomorrow morning. Is that all right? Yes, Henry. That's all right. You don't know what it's like to see you again. I, I think I... I've tried for it every night of my life. <laughs> Can you imagine anyone praying in Mike's place? <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? No, I... I think it's rather wonderful. Now stay quietly there, Hetty. I won't be long.
Who's there? Put up your hands. Father, you here. Henry, what are you doing here? I took you for a burglar. Wait a minute till I light a lamp. Ah, why are you up in London? Shouldn't you be at Oxford? Oh, I, uh, I came up for the weekend with two other chaps. We just, uh, well, we just came up for a bit of a break. I see. Well, you'd best be getting into bed, hadn't you? It's nearly four o'clock. Uh, yes, I, I suppose I had. <laughs> you know, I had no idea it was so late. Did you have a good night? Uh, yes, very good. Went to a show, on to Ciro's and uh, one or two other places afterwards. See anyone you know? What's that? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes, one or two. <laughs> you know how it is. One always bumps into people you know in those places. Pity you didn't happen to drop into the Regency. Margaret was having a small party there. She'll be very disappointed when I tell her you were in town. Oh, Father, you mustn't do that. You mustn't say a word to Margaret about my being in town this weekend or to anybody else. Very well, my boy. Just as you please, of course. Well, I don't suppose there's any point in standing here. I'll see you at breakfast. Good night, son. Good night, Father. Uh, Henry. Yes, Father. You're not in any kind of, uh, difficulty, are you? What makes you ask? I just thought you looked a little strained. Uh, but perhaps that's only the result of a late night. Oh, I'm all right, Father. You're never better. Good. Well, off to bed with you and no more wandering around the house in the dark. Next time I might shoot. I'll go right to bed. I promise. Five o'clock. I've been here over an hour now. She'll be thinking I'm not coming back. Father will be asleep now. Get out of bed and go back to that girl before it's too late. Don't be a fool. It was fate your father being there. He forced you to remain in the house. You'd have given yourself away if you hadn't gone to bed. That's enough, isn't it? Let the girl go. She'd be an infernal nuisance to you. What are you going to do with her? You're sure to be found out. Stay where you are and let her think what she please. I failed her once and see what happened to her. Am I going to send her away again? What's it got to do with you? Anyhow, it's too late now. She's lost. Once she's been like that, well, you know the rest. This was none of your doing. If your father hadn't been up in London. Oh, what am I going to do? I'll get up out of bed and, and go out to that girl. I'll go back to Hetty and take the consequences. You fool. You fool. Hetty. Hetty, where are you? Why, she's gone. <laughs> she's gone. She's gone. You stayed too long. You listened to me, didn't you? You hoped you wouldn't find her here. You knew she wouldn't stay this long. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. But you're glad. 
You can go back to Oxford and not have to worry. She ran away of her own accord. No one knows she was here. You can think of Margaret again. What a relief. What a relief. <laughs> Thank you.